Hi, this is Reagan Sutterfield. Welcome to the Christchurch Advent Devotion for Thursday, December 16th, 2021. John answered, Master, we saw someone casting out demons in your name, and we tried to stop him, because he does not follow with us. But Jesus said to him, Do not stop him, for whoever is not against you is for you. Luke 9, 49-50 I was recently reading through the liturgies for burial in the Book of Common Prayer, and I was struck by the final lines of the entrance rite. For none of us has life in himself, and none becomes his own master when he dies. For if we have life, we live in the Lord, and if we die, we die in the Lord. So then, whether we live or die, we are the Lord's possession. These are meant to be comforting words, and the comfort lies in the safe possession we find in God's care. Though there is much to be said for being a master of this or that, it is nice to step back from that role and to recognize that ultimately we are cared for by one who is good, wise, and powerful beyond our imagining. Most of us have had an experience with parents or friends or loved ones in which we could just be, knowing that we were cared for without the need to manage our lives, at least for a moment. Those times can be a profound comfort, and those finite experiences are only hints at the divine reality of life in the Lord's possession. Knowing in a profound way that we are God's and in God's care, whether we live or die, can have a profound influence on how we experience life. The writer and philosopher Dallas Willard once said that he believed that Jesus lived in such an experience of God's care that he didn't concern himself whether he lived or died. He could go through the storm on the Sea of Galilee without waking, for instance, because he trusted so profoundly in God's care that he didn't worry about the outcome. This abandonment to the divine will, as Jean-Pierre de Cassade called it, changes how we look at earning and merit. If we live in complete comfort that we are in God's love and care, then we'll be less concerned with how we stand relative to others or who is in and out of our group. In the Gospel of Luke, Jesus' disciples clearly had to learn this lesson. Our passage today follows just after the disciples had been arguing about who was the greatest. But a few verses earlier, in the very same chapter, the disciples had been unsuccessful of curing a man's son of demonic possession. Now, Jesus' disciples are concerned that others who do not follow with us were casting out demons in Jesus' name. There are two things going on here. First, there may have been some jealousy on John's part. These other people had been successful where the disciples had not. Second, there's a clear sense that John is worried about who will get the credit. Like many churches today, he's concerned that the community he belongs to get the credit for its good works rather than some other community that doesn't follow in the same way. In his reply, Jesus redirects the disciples' attention. Instead of worrying about who gets credit for what, he implies don't get in the way of people working for the same ends. There are plenty of people who are actively and directly opposed to Jesus' ministry. 
to worry about rather than being concerned with who has the proper certification for ministry in Jesus' name. As Catherine Wright puts it, we should get the point. We don't need to stake out our territory in ministry. Any glory for our actions goes to God, not us. When we feel slighted at another success, perhaps we need to take a look deeper at our own feelings of insecurity that might be fueling that envy. And that brings us back to the words of the burial liturgy. If we can live fully surrendered to the reality that whether we live or die, we are the Lord's possession, then we will be much less worried about who gets credit for what. We will be secure and thus free from envy. We may even find ourselves drawn into lives filled with holy secrecy. More on that tomorrow. Today, whenever you feel slighted or want credit for something you think you deserve, instead turn your thoughts to the God in whom you live and die. We are loved and cared for by a God whose goodness we cannot even fathom. The more we can live into that reality, the more profoundly we can live into the freedom of caring less and less about what others think of us or who gets credit for what. Thanks for joining me for this Advent devotion. Have a blessed day.